After three decades in the male-dominated finance industry, including 15 years as a CEO, alongside having nine children, I'm often invited to give talks to women in business or about to start their careers. One was at Oxford University. Two of my sons were there at the time, so they came along to listen. They were the only men in the room. Afterwards, they expressed surprise. Bright, ambitious, seemingly confident young women, including some of their friends, had asked questions that suggested they felt nervous about their future. They asked how to succeed in a man's world, how to combine a career with a family, how to strike the balance between fitting in and being authentic, and whether it was even possible to achieve a work-life balance in a senior role. Their tone was more anxious than excited. As my sons noted, their male friends weren't worrying about these things. They were just focused on getting a good job and counting on success after that. My sons were also surprised that their female friends hadn't raised these issues before. They only seemed comfortable discussing them in a room of almost all women. Yet the questions I was asked that evening were exactly the same ones that come up at every such event. Although women are offered plenty of career advice, when it comes to the subjects that really concern us, something seems to be lacking. Those concerns are quite rational, while women at the top remain the exception, and they've been reinforced by the struggles that women have faced through the pandemic. Much of the advice we're given is badly out of date, teaching us how to fit in with past ways of working, rather than how to succeed in a digital world. What's more, it tends to be defensive, focused on overcoming obstacles rather than drawing upon our strengths. We're told that three quarters of us suffer from imposter syndrome, feeling like a fraud when we're promoted to elevated positions. But while a lack of self-belief is supposedly a problem for many of us, it's apparently not great to be too confident either. Assertive women are said to be less likable and less likely to be promoted or hired. It seems we can't win. At the very least, the message is complicated. To succeed in the workplace, we must learn to be both sure of ourselves and self-effacing. It feels like walking a tightrope. No wonder so many young women are more worried about making mistakes than buoyed up about their careers. Style and substance fills the gaps, updates the advice, and starts from a very different perspective. How to best use and develop what you already have so you achieve the career's success you merit. It's a practical handbook based on my real-life experiences both as a woman in the workplace and as a business leader. It reveals what really matters when it comes to career progression today, whatever your age, situation and aspirations. It shows you how to build your own style and how you present yourself, your personal brand, and how to have confidence in that style without worrying about what might go wrong. You'll learn how to use everything you have to offer to achieve success in your own way, rather than feeling daunted about rules developed by men for men in a different era. Many women feel it's all a minefield, but once you realise how much agency you have and the steps you can take to look the part, sound the part, feel the part and therefore be the part, you'll feel empowered rather than encumbered. We cover a lot of ground in style and substance, and that's necessary. Successful careers don't just happen off to the side of a chaotic life. You need to manage your physical and mental health, your time, your relationships at home and at work, and learn how to build your confidence, even if it doesn't come naturally. We all suffer setbacks and moments of insecurity. 
that if you're frequently in poor health, feel very stressed, generally lack confidence, or even just disheveled and disorganized, it's hard to make sustained progress in your career. Perfection, or anything approaching it, is not required. Nor do you have to be a certain personality type. This book covers each of the building blocks that together give you the best chance of success. And it explains how you can tailor them to suit your own aspirations, aptitudes, and personality. You might be surprised by the emphasis on style. I've learned that perceptions can make all the difference between a good or a great career. Too often, talented, capable women are overlooked because they're simply not perceived as such. The good news is that you can influence those perceptions so that you're seen to be as proficient and valuable as you truly are. It doesn't matter if you're not interested in fashion. You can still master your style at work to enhance your career. You'll also learn how to manage your time and set the agenda so that your performance is measured on results, not hours spent at the same desk, so that you can achieve the work-life balance you seek and be paid what you're worth.